Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. What a save! in with the glove. Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the Battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chad. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you the day after the Edmonton Oilers for the second consecutive game against right now what is unequivocally the best team in the North Division. The Toronto Maple Leafs shut Edmonton out. Final score, 3-0. we got a lot to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. We will tell you that there has been a development over at Rogers' uh, place this morning. Uh, Reed Wilkins just tweeting out right now, Dominic Cahoon is not on the ice for today's practice, which started at noon Edmonton time. James Neal is currently up with Connor McDavid and Yessa Pugliarvi. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl in Yamamoto. That line, by my count, has not played together this season. Uh, Ryan Rashog has put out... Um, the Oilers have got Nygaard with Turris in shore, Russell with Haas and Chase on. Uh, of course, the Oilers have got Tyler Innes as well with Jujar Kera 
and Josh Archibald. So whatever line Archibald's on is the third line. There's going to be some movement. Alex Chason could end up getting suspended from an incident that happened at uh, the end of last night's game. He has a meeting with NHL player safety. All right, uh, let's get to it. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex Buyer. Lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, coming up, a review of last night, what's gone wrong over the last uh, couple games, how much of this is about the Oilers, and how much of this is just about how good Toronto's playing right now, maybe how good of a team they have. It is a Tuesday that means Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector, for the horses in horse racing Alberta. A reminder, our province's horse racing and breeding industry has introduced new safety protocols with thorough vet checks, stricter rules, and tougher penalties employing Albertans caring for their horses. And at 135 today, the head coach of the University of Wisconsin Badgers, former NHL player and head coach, Tony Granato. Obviously, we'll be talking about Dylan Holloway. You can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors currently renovating. Come on down and see what's on sale at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or visit ashleyfinefloors.com. And you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. At 780-496-0063. The River Creek has multiple dream catcher spawn stay packages available for booking now. Call 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay. When the province gets fully back up and at them, the River Creek will get fully back up and at them as well. Reminder. At uh, any time, Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu. And a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Straight into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Supporting local Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Wasn't pretty. Here's the recap. The Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs get set for their second of three straight. Toronto winning 4-0 on Saturday. First in the NHL with 40 points. He's going to wind it up. Now bring it into the Leaf end. He'll cut through the middle. Shooting a save by Hutchinson. Over to Mikheyev. Cuts across the top to Riley. Gets it down low. Hyman scores. Zach Hyman got the pass from Riley. Cut to the middle. Put it on net and got it past Koskinen. Off the draw. Nylander into the Oiler end. Backhand score. William Nylander comes in and gets the backhand shot over the glove of Koskinen. Could use a save here. I mean, they got two shots on goal. They got two goals. And I know the degree of difficulty was high, but you got to stop the puck. Two minutes to go in the first. 2-0. Leafs lead. Puck on the right wing. Nylander to the left point. Marner fakes the shot over to Riley. One-timer scores! Riley let the one-timer go. Koskinen got a lot of it, but not quite enough. Hyman into the oiler and will put it to Towards the net, he ran into Smith. Smith lost his mask, and he's none too happy. And he went right after Mikheyev. As the whistle goes, as Smith lost his mask, he was looking at tilt. Oh, here we go. Get in there on Bogosian right away if you're in the Oilers. Nurse is looking for something. And good job by Archibald. He's got his man down, and he's giving him the business. That's Dermott. Kara's tied up with VC. Yeah, he's got to get. keep it going. Keep it going. Bogosian's, we're going to have a fight. Here we go. Archibald and Dermott. Archibald and Dermott. 
Well, they wrestle down to the ice. Not a punch thrown. I thought we were going to get a real tilt. <laughs> uh, look, it's, if it wasn't a best of three, uh, it's not a best of three, but if it wasn't a three-game series, it would be irrelevant that stuff happened late in the game. But you got to show some frustration. You at least got to go down swinging if you're going to play the Maple Leafs again. We'll get to a couple more comments in our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where, and then we'll get into it here. Dave Tippett had this to say following the game on why the Oilers have been shut out over the last two games. Both the, both these two games were down two nothing early in the game, and you're you're uh, that allows any team to play strong defense, you know. And when you when you're trailing a game like that, two game two game two games in a row, we're down. You know, first two shots of the game, we're down two nothing tonight, and you're chasing the game, so you uh, allows the other team to play strong defense, and we uh, we chased it the rest of the way. Right now, the Oilers have got some. Uh... Things lacking in their lineup, according to Dave Tippett. Our group seems like in a little little rut right now. We just there's not a lot of juice in our group right now, and uh, that happens during times of the season where you're just down on some energy, down on some emotion, and uh, unfortunately, it's coming in a in a tough time for us right now. When we're uh, this should be a big game, a big series in Toronto, and we just haven't played very well. Oilers uh, went 0-4 last night on the power play. They really weren't snapping it around either. Toronto did a good job of containing uh, the Oilers' zone entries as well. Here's Dave Tippett on the PP. That's a good indicator of it right there when the power play is the same. Usually that gives us energy. We're not getting much energy off that right now either. So it's, uh, it's kind of typical of where our game's at right now. It's just like our five-on-five game. We have to, we have to you know, just you got to start building it up again, and that's what we aim to do. As for Darnell Nurse, he says the Oilers need to maintain a positive attitude. They did win 11 of the previous 13 before being shut out in back-to-back games by first place Toronto. Uh, they're, they're playing well. They're a good team. And uh, it's, a, it's a tough challenge each and every night. And, no, it's a challenge I think we're more than capable of taking care of. So we know we know we can be better. We know that, uh, you know, uh, there's there's areas of our game, uh, you know, being able to sustain some ozone time. That if we take care of that, uh, we can get on the right side of this. And we just got to keep our focus and, and stay up. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins says the two losses won't shatter the uh, Oilers' confidence. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we, we should stay uh, confident in ourselves. Um, I mean, we believe in ourselves. I mean, uh, like I said, it's uh, like you said, it's it's unusual for us to go two games without a goal. Um, it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, we're putting lots of pucks on that. Uh, tonight, like I said, we did a better job of getting those oppor- second opportunities. And um, I still think that we can probably do a little bit better of a job. Um, we got to fight for those pucks in the corners and uh, they collapse a lot. So we got to put, uh, uh, get them back to our D and uh, put pucks on that. And, uh, I mean, eventually it's going uh, it's going to break through for us, and we got to be confident in that. All right. So we often refer to advanced analytics numbers on the show, and, and I'd like to suggest that we uh, give the people that push the sort of narratives that are out there with that their due process and their opportunity to discuss things. But if ever there was a case in back-to-back games where the advanced numbers don't tell the truth in the story, it was these matchups between Edmonton and Toronto because – the Oilers, you know, basically outcoursed and outfenwick the Maple Leafs in both games. But Toronto had the lead, okay? Toronto capitalized on their opportunities. Toronto scored a power play goal in both games, which doesn't come into even strength advanced analytics. Um, 
And then the Oilers, you know, tilted the ice a bit with greater desperation in third period, but more pucks to the goal. And therein lies part of the rub when you're evaluating. I, I think it's a tool, and uh, you've heard Brian Burke uh, use uh, sort of a dialogue along the lines that it can illuminate some things for you, but you've got to be realistic with it. Because those of you listening to this show right now know what you saw on Saturday night and last night. Unfortunately, I mean, this show's called Oilers now. You're probably an Oilers fan if you're uh, listening to the show. Maybe you're a hockey fan, and what needs to be conceded here is right now Toronto is better than Edmonton. That is all there is to it. They shut the Oilers down in back-to-back games. The Leafs didn't have one of their two best players going because I know there's a lot of push for Austin Matthews to be a uh, Hart Trophy candidate, but the reality is Mitch Marner, is a heck of a player, and we've seen that over the course of the last couple of games. He's leading NHL forwards in ice time. The Maple Leafs have shut out the Oilers with the guys that were supposed to be their organizational number two and number four goaltender to start the year. Freddie Anderson was supposed to be number one. Jack Campbell, who got the shutout on Saturday night, number two. Aaron Dell was supposed to be the Maple Leafs' number three goaltender, and Michael Hutchinson was supposed to be playing for the Toronto Marlies. So kudos, you have to give the opposition team some credit. That said, there's some things that have become apparent in terms of, hey, the Oilers went 11-2, and they did some good things, they ran up against the Toronto team that's basically blanketed Edmonton 5v5, they've done a real good job handling McDavid. The one thing that needs to be stated here is Toronto's defense is a lot better than a lot of people envisioned at the start of the year. It's that simple. Part of it is the progression and growth of a guy like Justin Hall. I mean, he's a very effective defenseman. The Leafs, in the two games that they played Calgary, uh, you know, they they didn't score on their chances in the 3 nothing game against the uh, where the Flames got the victory, but they did not have Jake Muzzin, and that's a critical player for their top four. So they didn't have Muzzin in either of those two games. They came back and won 2-1 on the Nylander uh, overtime goal and then have come to Edmonton and put on quite the show. Like, they've really elevated their level of performance. The Oilers, conversely, have not been sharp when given opportunities around the goal. They haven't had any second-chance opportunities. And as it stands right now with the current configuration of the Oilers lineup, they don't have a lot of players that can kind of change the momentum of the game with a big hit. And they've got some defensemen trying to play their way into scenarios. More on that in a second. You also need a save. Okay? If you were in the building last night, and I realize virtually everybody had to watch the game, and, man, I can't wait to see the fans back in at some point. I don't don't know when that is. All I can say is um, it's not the same without the fans. But when the second goal was scored by Toronto... On the second shot, you know, sometimes we talk about two or three mistakes being made on a goal. So a neutralized face-off, Dominic Cahoon doesn't interfere with William Nylander off the draw. Then uh, Bearer almost takes a, a, ha- a stride back and a little bit delayed in terms of uh, making a decision. So now Bouchard's got to overplay and doesn't quite get a stick across a backhanded shot by Nylander, and the guy scored 31 goals two years ago. He's a good player. But high to the glove side on the backhand when he's being pushed across to the side of the ice by Bouchard on the play, that is a play that Miko Koskinen has to stop for the Edmonton Oilers. 
and the Oilers were in a world of hurt at the point that it was 2 nothing. They were out shooting the Maple Leafs 7-2. to They probably had four good opportunities to score goals because Cahoon had a chance on a partial 2-on-1. McDavid made a brilliant rush, and Hutchinson was equal to the task on the first goal. As uh, Jason Strudwick uh, pointed out last night on the uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers uh, broadcast, uh, Bouchard's stick got picked by Leon Dreisettle, his own teammate, accidentally, and that opened up the ice for Morgan Riley to fire a seam through to Zach Hyman, and it's one nothing. So a bit of a bad break there for the Oilers. Maybe Bouchard could have reacted a little bit quicker without a stick, but on the second goal, you got to get bailed out by the goalie. The goalie's got to stop the puck there. For you to, against a team like Toronto, a team of that caliber. And I would assert to you that not necessarily convinced the Oilers dressed their quickest lineup. And when you're playing a team, you know what? When you have the amount of um, taxi squad flexibility, I, I wonder whether or not you consider altering the lineup to, to face each of the respective opponents, which is kind of what used to happen before we were, we were in a cap system, when teams used to carry three extra forwards and two extra defensemen. You played a tougher team, you dress more tough guys. And part of what's happened here because of the salary cap has been the elimination of, you know, uh, physical players. And a lot of you don't like fighting, so a lot of you are completely comfortable with that. But I'm just saying, if I was playing Toronto, I'd, I'd want to probably dress my fastest lineup. As we go to today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, pay no overtime rates on the 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. So let's reestablish. Toronto's at 17-4-2. They're the best team in the North Division for sure. If I was a Maple Leafs fan right now, I'd be pretty excited. They got a real shot to be representing the North. That said, there's still some time left for some other clubs in the Canadian Division to get uh, to elevate their game. Winnipeg has strength down the middle. Okay, Winnipeg's sitting there, and they can roll out Mark Shifley. Pierre-Luc Dubois, and Adam Lowry. And they have Connor Hellebuck, a Vezina Trophy winner in goal. The Montreal Canadiens have a heavy defense, and Carey Price at some point will start stopping the puck again. The Edmonton Oilers have McDavid and Dreisaitl. Clearly, Leon's missed some practices. He's on the ice today, um, but he doesn't seem to have quite the same uh, engine going right now. But we'll see what sort of progression, uh, perhaps organically, nudge, nudge, wink, wink for the Edmonton Oilers occurs during the course of the season. Uh, you know what I mean? Lots to be said. But right now, if you're a Leafs fan, you should be excited. That's a good team you're watching. All right, to our top story today, and it has to do with the fact that today we are finally seeing uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto. First time all season that trio's been put together. Now, part of this is happening because of the progression and growth, maturation of Yesapoli-Arvey. He's played pretty well. James Neal up on that line. We await to see what's going to happen with Alex Jason. No Dominic Cahoon on the ice today, according to multiple reports. The other lines, Innes with Kara and Archibald, I'd suggest they're going to stay uh, in. Nygaard, Turris, and Shore. And Russell, Haas, and Chase on. That's Patrick Russell, uh, Haas, and Chase on. Again, Haas could be, or Chase on could be suspended here. Um, the Oilers, I guess, in theory, could easily put Haas and Patrick Russell, uh, back on, uh, back on taxi squad and activate Nygaard and Shore. Neil was already active, so too was Turris. On defense, Nurse with Bear, 
Jones and Larson, Russell and Barry. Interesting. We'll talk about something coming up with Mark Spector a little bit later on, just in terms of how much love specifically Ethan Bear and Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets compared relatively to a guy like Darnell Nurse, who seems to get a little bit more criticism uh, for me. Paul Yarby just got hit with a buck, by the way. He's getting looked at back at the uh, Oilers bench as we speak. So bottom line here, Oilers haven't been good enough the last two games, and Toronto has won without their number one goalie and without Austin Matthews against Edmonton. That said, the Oilers have beaten the Leafs twice this season, once in regulation, in a very quiet, tepid game, and once in overtime in which McDavid was brilliant. What you can't do right now is spot the Maple Leafs a 2-0 or 3-0 lead. That team has, and I know that they blew one against Ottawa. Maybe that was a wake-up call they got when they blew that 5-1 lead earlier in the season. But right now, that team has shown real maturity. And they've added some veteran players that would help in that regard as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. When we come back in Oilers Now, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. And again, for the first time this season at practice today, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto. I think we know how those guys stuck it off. I did have uh, a Hall of Fame player say to me recently, Bob, I'm telling you right now, Nugent Hopkins will be better with Dreisaitl than he is with McDavid. There's a pacing issue when you're playing with McDavid, and he's better settled where Yamamoto's the digger and in on the forecheck creating uh, turnovers, and then Dreisaitl's the distributor, and Nugent comes in late. He's better in that situation than he is with Connor. Interesting. We'll see. This... uh Time now to go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company branded apparel, products, and awards. All created in-house, Edmonton-owned and operated. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chet Studios, Brandon Escott. Montreal home to Ottawa tonight before Winnipeg entertains Vancouver for the second night in a row. It's your Canadian action scheduled tonight. Uh, also on deck, the Battle of Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh and a Stanley Cup final rematch between the Lightning and Stars in Dallas. Alex Chason does have a hearing this afternoon with the league for a uh, cross-check on
on Jimmy VC at the end of the game last night. The Flames put Derek Ryan on waivers this morning. 34-year-old centerman carries a cap head of just over one or $3.1 million. He is in the final year of that. Bakersfield Condors scheduled to host the San Jose Barracuda on Wednesday before a weekend home and home with the Ontario Reign. Edmonton Oil Kings forward Dylan Gunther. Uh, he actually had an assist added to late yesterday to his uh, weekend total. So call it an eight-point opening weekend. Of course, that earned him WHL Player of the Week honors. Sebastian Cosa, who allowed three goals over two games, is your goaltender of the week. They've got a home and home with the Medicine Hat Tigers starts Friday at the DCA, Bob. All right, very quickly into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Brian, Texas show. Bob, we're not close to being a cup contender. Five good players away. Barry and Nuge aren't part of it in my world, says Brian. Leafs are so fast. How is Neil going to help us? Slowest guy in the league, says Brian. And he adds, I hate the Leafs more than anything, but I've never said this in my life. They might have what it takes to win the cup. That one comes to us from Brian. Uh, well, I think that Nugent Hopkins, uh, you know, he, he is a complimentary player. Right, he's not a driver at five on five, but I think you can, I think you can win with both Barry and uh, Nugent Hopkins in the right situation. As for James Neal, Alex Chase on, you know, late in the game got the stick up with uh, VC. We'll see if the, uh, it could be a one game suspension. Neal theoretically could go in on the power play, and he's played with Connor McDavid before. McDavid likes him, and he gives the Oilers a little bit of veteran experience. And right now, they could use that, I think, a little bit as well. Here we go. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell back with Sportsnet spec Mark Spector. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.